Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes today. I am super excited to have the lovely Kelly Bramlett with us today. So Kelly, if you don't know, is a certified law of attraction practitioner, a general life coach and Reiki master who is passionate about spreading her message of hope to those who have lost hope and inspiring women to heal their lives by first healing their trauma. And Kelly is actually one of my seven original That Guy's House authors that I mentored back in 2019 through to the beginning of this year so it feels super special to have Kelly here having read her new book having you know helped her along this journey and to share her beautiful message and book with you today so thank you so much Kelly for being here thank you so much for having me I'm so excited so my first question to you today then is when did you spiritually awaken what's your story well um you know spirituality has really always been a part of my life to some degree because I was raised in a family um, starting really early on where there was a lot of talk about God and religion. Um, Definitely not the path that I've gone on to, you know, walk on now. Um, I've definitely evolved since then, but it's always been something that's been a part of my life and always something I was really interested in. So I spent a lot of time um, learning about different religions and different things as I grew, but my real real true um, beginning of my awakening happened about it's about 17 years ago because my daughter my youngest daughter was just born she was still an infant and I watched a documentary called what the bleep do we know and it was all about law of attraction and quantum physics and right there I knew like something resonated so deep with me with that message and so that really kind of was the beginning of the actual like awakening when I really like connected with something that I knew that soul deep feeling was my truth. Um, It did take me quite a lot longer to actually obviously get to the point I'm at now with my spirituality. Um, I struggled a lot, you know, which I talk about in my book with drugs and all these types of things, abusive relationships. And so 
that journey was very much um, a slow journey. And it was what I describe as being like two steps forward and one step back. I would do really well. And then something would happen or I would self-sabotage and I would just kind of be starting from scratch again. So it was a slow journey, but I would say in 2016 is when I really started like dedicating myself to um, my practice and to understanding even more deeply the law of attraction and all the things that I practice today. So it's been quite a long journey. I love it. And obviously reading your story through your book, I mean, it is, it's just a, an amazing journey that you've been on throughout your life, um, let alone your spiritual journey. So can you just explain to the listeners a little bit about your story and obviously what is kind of echoed throughout the book? Well, my story is, you know, a story that I know a lot of women, especially, but all people share, you know, I share my story of sexual abuse in my book um, the brainwashing that happened in that situation and a lot of like the religious stuff that was forced on my throat during that time that was super confusing. So it's, you know, the first part is my memoir where I do share that part of the story. And, um, I also talk about the effects and the main message and the point of me sharing that story in so much detail is because the real message behind that is to show the downward spiral that I believe is always created when there is unresolved trauma and wounding. And I did not um, immediately heal my wounding after these incidents happened. So it led to more incidences and more incidences of abuse. So it was just all kind of compiled as it snowballed into that downward spiral. So I know that I believe at least, I guess I can't say I know, but it is my deepest belief that all resolve, unresolved wounding um, ends or creates that downward spiral that I talk about. So I really wanted to show and talk about that in my book so that people understood that they can release that shame or that, you know, we all have that who are going through this. So that was kind of like one of the main messages and the sharing of my story. Definitely. And you, you tell your story so well. This is what really drew me to working with you. And obviously it was really amazing to read this story because I could really see it come to life. And it's almost like one of those things, like I've said to you before, where you almost can't believe that's happened to someone, but then it's so inspiring at the same time where we're taking along this journey with you through your experiences and see this amazing transformation that you've gone through into the life that you're leading now. So what are some common signs or traits to pick up on if you think you're being abused, but you're not sure? Because this is a, something which you spoke about in your own book of how you weren't sure you were being abused in the beginning. Yeah, it was just really definitely confusing because you know, I did talk about this as well. There was a lot of downplay all the time in my family. And so abuse wasn't called abuse. You know, I talked about it's taken me, I'm 40 years old now, and it's just been very recently that I've begun to use the word abuse when I talk about certain things in my childhood and certain members of my family. And so it can be really confusing, especially if there are people around you who are not honoring where you're at or kind of telling you that what you, what you're going through isn't abuse. And so that's where we see a lot of, especially like gaslighting come in where people are making you feel 
crazy for even thinking that in the first place. And so you're beginning to question yourself, like, am I being crazy? Am I overreacting? Is this really abuse? And so I really think it, it comes down to going inward, like all things do, you know, and really asking yourself, am I being treated in a way that's honoring me right now? How do I feel? And going back to the feelings, our feelings tell us everything. If something doesn't feel right, it's not right. So definitely like use your feelings and your intuition to guide you more than any outside influence or anything anyone else is trying to tell you. Definitely. And, and I definitely agree with that. And you speak in your journey about how obviously this trauma that happened in your childhood and teenage years then turned into your addictive behaviors and your kind of adult life with drinking and sex and various drugs. So how did you combat your addictive behaviors and trauma in your adult life? It was really, really hard because, you know, I spent a lot of time doing the traditional steps that, that, we think we're supposed to do when you're dealing with addiction. And I wasn't truly ever dealing with the originating source of my wounding, which, you know, addiction is really just the manifestation of a deeper problem. But so often we focus just on that manifestation. So we begin counting days or, you know, collecting chips or whatever, you know, we do to help, you know, track that. And it's really just brings so much focus to the manifestation, but really no focus to the originating source. And so what I finally did is I stopped trying. And I know that sounds really crazy, but after years and years and years of, you know, battling these addictions and doing really well for, you know, a couple months at a time and then backsliding completely, it was like, okay, well, this way is not working. So what I need to try something different. I've this old played out way just isn't working for me. And I really stopped trying to quit anything. And I just started instead focusing on things that were enriching my life instead of the lack of something that I was not giving myself. And in time, as I began to focus more on my spirituality, those things became the priority. I didn't want to stay out all night drinking because I wanted to be fresh and like connected in my morning meditations and those types of things. So eventually it trickled off on its own until one day I realized like, why am I even still going through these motions? Because I really don't even desire this anymore in my life. And I just quit and never looked back. And it's kind of funny because so many years I struggled with this and it was like, I would be around people drinking and I would just be like white knuckling it and like sick and anxious and just like dying for that drink or whatever was going on around me. And now, um, you know, I'm surrounded by people who drink from time to time. I keep some amount of alcohol in my home for. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And it's nothing. I'm never tempted because this time I have gotten to that originating source. And so the manifestation of that problem just shut away with everything else that was no longer serving me at that time. Amazing. So what are your top tips for anyone going through addiction currently or trauma? How can they make that positive change in their life? Well, I say definitely first and foremost, um, get some support somewhere, whether it's a good friend who's able to hold true space for you, you know, non-judgmental space, or it's counseling or a therapist or whatever that is. Um, I think it's so important to have like quality support during that time. And really just like I said, like for me, and I can only go by like what's worked for me because what worked for me won't necessarily work for everybody else. But for me, it was really about finding things that filled me up to fill that space with, you know, when you're trying to get rid of one thing, if you don't fill that space with something else, it's going to be filled with something that might not be what is best for you. And so being really aware of how you're spending your time and what you're filling your space with and, and that you're doing things that are nourishing your soul, nourishing your body and nourishing your spirit and allowing that energy to grow and, and hold you and carry you through the process. Amazing. Such great tips there. Definitely. It's all about, you know, looking after, like you say, your mind, body and spirit and making sure that you're filling your own cup, your yeah, just really filling yourself with positivity. And it's not just that fake positivity, like you say, it's like really making it a habit of doing these things regularly to cultivate those true feelings of happiness and positivity, etc. So what advice would you give to anyone who is seeing a loved one partner or friend going through this in their lives? How can sort of those people help who are witnessing it in someone else? Well, this is kind of a tricky question. And I thought a lot about this because you know, having gone through this, there were times I remember when I was in the throes of my drug addiction, when, you know, one specific time when my mother called me and the CEO of her company had offered to pay for me to go to this very extravagant rehab center. Um, It would have been really like a mini vacation for me at this time. It was just really nice. And I remember just laughing at her and just thinking that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. 
And so it, it's really tricky because I think for anybody that is um, witnessing someone they love go through this, some of the best advice I can give is honestly to really look after yourself because there's a lot of damage that happens and suffering that happens to the people who have to witness this and who love a person who's going through this. Um, now, abuse is, you know, kind of different. Obviously, that's dangerous. So I'm not necessarily saying you just ignore that, obviously. But when it comes to these types of things like addiction and abuse, the person has to be ready to take that first step within themselves. And it's like no amount of talking to them or pleading with them or begging with them can really snap them out of that place until they hit their own, you know, rock bottom moment that shifts them and makes them want to like start taking that step in the right direction. So honestly, you know, I think my real advice is be really gentle on yourself if you're dealing with someone who's struggling with these things as well, because it can be really frustrating and painful and heartbreaking to witness someone you love so much suffering in this way. But it truly is almost um, a helpless feeling because there is very little that, that you can do until they're ready. Now, if someone is taken that step and they've come to you and they said, like, I can't deal with this anymore, like, I need help, I'm ready, then, you know, the best thing you can do in that situation for someone who is ready for that is hold a non-judgmental space for this person. They're going to be suffering um, already with feelings of worthlessness and shame, deep, deep shame. And so creating a space of support where they don't feel like they're being judged or shamed for the things that they've done is so important. And I think it's also really important to mention that it's very rare that somebody tries to quit something and is 100% successful the first time. It's usually a process of many attempts and then, you know, finally succeeding. So I think it's also being realistic about that and understanding that it might take a couple times before, you know, it really sticks and just being prepared for that mentally and still being able to hold space for that person, even when they disappoint us. You know, I have a sister right now who's sitting in prison as we speak because she was in an abusive relationship, but also there was a lot of drugs involved. And it has been heartbreaking, especially, you know, as I'm healing all this stuff myself, my desire is to want to share this with her and help her and like, you know, help her to get her life to a better place. But I really realized through that process that I, I didn't have that power to make her want to make those changes. So all I could really do was hold that space, pray for her and hope that she finds her way and that when she's ready, I'll of course be here for her. Definitely. So true. All of it. So what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my listeners with today? I think the most important piece of advice that I would like to give to people is just to remember that there is always hope. I talk about this a lot in my book, and that's really one of the main messages of my book is that there's always hope that it's never too late that nothing that you've done in your pain is unforgivable we can be forgiven and rise up from any thing that we've done any past mistakes that we've made and we can heal from things that have been done to us i think so often 
people get stuck in this cycle of feeling like they've done so much stuff in their trauma that there's no hope left for them. I know I felt that way for so many years and so much worthlessness and not alone would even keep me from trying to get better because it's like, why does it matter? I don't feel like I'm even worth it. Who cares? I've done so many bad things. I've done so many hurtful things to people. I don't even deserve this. And we really cut ourselves off from that light and that hope. And so I just always, always want to impress upon people. It doesn't matter how low your life has gotten. You can always rise from that place and there's always hope and you can always transform your life. It just takes making that first step. And I think the key is, is not looking 15 steps ahead, 20 steps ahead, focusing on just that first step and letting that first step support you to your second step, but not focusing too far ahead to where you feel overwhelmed or things start to feel like I could never get to that place. And the amazing thing is it happens really fast. So, you know, as hopeless as things may seem, just a couple steps in the right direction creates instant shift in your life almost immediately begins to improve in these small little ways. So I think that would be my ultimate, like greatest message that I want to share with people. Beautiful. I love that. Amazing advice. Well, let's talk about the book then. So what's it called and where can people find it? The title of the book is Alchemy of the Phoenix and people can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles or Waterstones. Amazing. And do you have a release date yet? Sadly, as of this time, we do not. Um, There's a lot going on in the world right now. Originally, it was going to be um, a July 16th release date, which is also my birthday. But as of now, um, it's looking like it will be the beginning of fall just, you know, with everything going on. So perfect well by the time this episode is out it will magically be when your pre-orders up so (laughs) (laughs) although we're recording this really early on so i will put a clickable link in the description down below for you to find kelly's website and to find her incredible book as well so thank you so much kelly for coming on it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you again and obviously sharing your beautiful message with the world Thank you so much for having me. I was so excited. I always love to have these conversations and have a moment to chat with you. It's always so uplifting. So thank you so much for having me. And where can people find you if they want to find more about your work? Uh, You can visit my website, www.kellybramblett.com. So that's pretty easy, just my name.com. And you can find all of my work there, my blog, everything. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. So thank you so much guys for listening to another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass podcast episodes. I hope you've really enjoyed Kelly and I's conversation today. As always, if you want to find out more information about Kelly, you can find it all in the description down below with a clickable link. And of course, if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching, my videos, or anything else I have to offer, you can find it all at emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon and don't forget you can join my free law of attraction support group over on facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality i hope you have a great week whatever you are up to and i'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love guys ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.